welcome to the first episode of Clear the Air. This is a Simply Stogies podcast after show, and I am one of your hosts. I am Tim, and on the other end of this Zoom, I guess we can call that, that is the man, the myth, the legend, the voice that everybody loves behind the Simply Stogies podcast. That is James. James, how are you doing? Well, I'm drinking a cup of Simply Stogie's Coffee, Tim, so I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on the show. I was actually, well, you're going to have to be on the show. We're going to talk about what this show is and a few other things here in a bit. Uh, But uh, yeah, Simply Stogie's Coffee, I was actually going to ask you because you are the man who shills if you had anything you wanted to shill here on Clear the Air. Yeah, yeah, go buy our coffee and shut up. (laughs) Uh, Like, here's the thing now. So this is uh, you know, we don't make any money off anything we do here because no. apparently I'm a, just a fucking idiot. Um, but the uh, the coffee now, every time you buy a bag of Simply Stogies uh, podcast coffee from JaniceCoffeeRoasters.com, which the link is, go to the website, SimplyStogies.com. Uh, part of the proceeds go to Cigar for Warriors. So we're, we're very happy to have that. We're very happy to be able to support them um, even just a little bit. Absolutely. The banner is right there on the homepage on the top. Uh, it took a while to get there. We're not going to talk about that, uh, but it is there. It does work. It'll bring you right to Janice. Can I talk about that? Yeah, you sure can. Go ahead. All right. Thanks, man. No, it took a long time to get there. Um, and then I, I uh, busted Tim's balls about it for a long time. And then it finally got up. And then I busted his balls about it later because that's apparently <laughs> what I do. I'm just an asshole. Uh, but yeah, a true ball there, buster. Looks, yeah, I am. Yeah. 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 So it's been a long time since we've actually done a video or video series together, actually. It has like, so the last time we did anything, I think we were at like David's Fine Tobaccos or maybe a uh, uh, Habano uh, Cigar Lounge in Davenport. And, and now um, I have the home lounge. There's no reason for me to go anywhere and socialize with anybody. So it's, it's kind of nice. And, you know, this is, we're trying to, to figure out the setups and whatnot. Um, took a little bit this morning, started about <laughs> 25 minutes late uh, because myself and technology don't always get along because uh, I'm old, Tim. I, right. If VCRs were still a thing, mine would be Flash at 12. Well, I, I, th- that's kind of par for course lately. Um, it seems like no matter what we're doing, we're always going to start off with technical difficulties. Um, so, I mean, when we jump on worse. and we say, eh, about this time, we know that we're going to have technical difficulties. So it's not really a big surprise. Took no, a little bit no. longer. Now, you already no. said that you're uh, drinking uh, Simply Stogie's coffee. What are you smoking? I am, this coffee is so damn good. I actually just gave uh, some of this coffee to my neighbor across the street. And uh, I gave it to him yesterday. And his wife immediately texted me this morning. She's like, this coffee is great. Where can I get it? I need the link. It's smooth. I'm like, oh, thanks. I appreciate that because I don't have anything to do with it. Just Janice does it. Um, <laughs> Janice does Shad everything. And, yeah. Shad and Shay do it. I don't. I, I do exactly jack and shit. And that's probably just true about anywhere. God, this is the weirdest fucking start to an after show ever. Uh, did you ask what I was smoking? Because <laughs> I, I forget. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. Bolivar, uh, as I show the camera, uh, Libertador. Libertador. Labrador? Uh, not a Labrador. Libertador. No. Uh, and it's a box code of uh, MSU May 18. So this has four and a half, over four and a half years of age on it. And I got to say, so far, it is just absolutely chef's fucking kiss. 
beautiful. Chef's fucking kiss. I've never, never heard it put that way before. That's, that's uh, very good. I, I, I dig it. Well, did you want me to do the chef's kiss? No, no, we're good. We're going to, okay. that's going to be a hard pass. If you want to see the chef's kiss, do yeah, not no. send us an email. Info God. at Simply Stogies. Info at simplystogies.com. You have any questions, concerns, problems, issues? Uh, you you want some? You have something to say? You think you have something to say? You think you want to tell me that I'm uh, a terrible, terrible after show host uh, and this show <laughs> sucks? You could do that as well. God, really fucking awkward start to this after show. Why is that? Why is this I don't such an know. awkward start? I just start? feel like it's an awkward start. I have no idea, Tim. Here's, I got <laughs> like a little bit of a behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, you had texted me last night and you said, Hey, what time are we doing this? And I said, uh, I don't know, whatever time works for you. And then you didn't get back to me. Cause I it was like an hour. Cause I had buddies over yesterday. Like we were smoking in here all day. Sure. And uh, I, I have friends. It's weird. And then, uh, you, you didn't text me, you texted me this morning and you said noonish. And I think I woke up. <laughs> so, so I, at I 11. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, rolled out of bed at about 1130 and I'm like, Oh, yeah. yeah. So one of my buddies is uh, getting married later this year. So he wanted to take all the, the groomsmen out for a dinner and just kind of uh, show his gratitude and, and so forth. So I got home uh, just shortly before I texted you and uh, I was talking with the wife. My uh, my cat's got some issues. I'll take that out later. Uh, but anyway, I just was like, take the cat out later. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, "Eh, you know what, Uh, tomorrow I might have to get up early. I'm just going to go to bed. So um, I got up this morning, um, kind of played around with the equipment, tried to get it all out here, tried to find at least a decent setup. And uh, I was like, hey, does noon work? If not, I mean, hey, does noon work, baby? What you wearing, James from Simply Stogies? All right. Yeah, let's moving on. What are you smoking, Tim? <laughs> uh, so as I kind of hinted around to, this is a special occasion because we started out uh, doing Tales from the Lounge and then um, Cigars and Coffee, and it's been a journey. Uh, we've been busy, everything going on. We've gotten away from it. And now that we're back, we're starting this up, we're doing it. I decided to celebrate with a uh, Castagli Daughters of the Wind Pony Express. Oh, there you go. That's a good cigar. That's it a great cigar. A very, very good cigar. Very smooth, nice open draw. You uh, know, if we had put any forethought into this fucking show, we probably would have both been smoking an island gym. But so, yeah, absolutely. Forethought's not probably a strong suit. <laughs> I did think about it, uh, but I didn't. I, there might be one in my humidor somewhere, but I don't track my cigars like you do. You know, that's because you're an objectively terrible cigar smoker. Wow. I'm, I'm objectively terrible at everything I do, including this show. <laughs> I wouldn't so, go that far. Like I, this room is pretty fucking sealed and that's almost a hundred percent due to you. I, it wasn't me. And we're going to get more into, as I bump the mic, we're going to get more into <laughs> Um, the actual recording studio smoking lounge that you have, but I just want to kind of clarify what this show is and what you can expect from this show. Um, like I mentioned, we did Tales from the Lounge and Cigars and Coffee, and we did that together. And then we kind of, due to travel and everything else, we started splitting it up. We did it on our own. It kind of got a little bit of, uh, a little bit repetitive, I, I guess you could say. Um, and or somebody said, 
or somebody said that. that. Somebody yeah. said that. Yeah, very true. Very true. That was the feedback that I was receiving. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so when we were doing the lounge um, and 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 we're talking about uh, changing to a video format and doing more video type things, I thought to myself, and I, I mentioned it to you, wouldn't it be cool to kind of take Tales from the Lounge, Cigars and Coffee, and mix it up in a bowl with a little bit of an after show where after each episode of Simply Stogie's podcast, we sit back, we smoke a cigar, drink some coffee, shoot the shit, and talk a little bit about the episode that you, as the listener, would have listened to probably just a few days ago. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what you did, Chef Ramsey. You put it all in a bowl and you said, let's just mix this together and and uh, make a fucking souffle. Uh, and then you called me a fucking donkey. <laughs> put two That's, pieces of bread uh, uh, between, you know, uh, uh, over my ears and said, what are you? And I had to say idiot sandwich. And so yeah, that is exactly that, what happened. You know, uh, it's funny because you seem to remember so many things that I don't. It's weird. <sighs> God. All right. So, uh, like I said, shortly after every episode of Simply Stogie's podcast, you'll get to, uh, I don't know, suffer through a few extra minutes of us shooting the shit. Yeah, I think what the plan is, is uh, every Sunday after the uh, show, uh, these, this will release. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about the guests. We're going to talk about uh, things that were talked about on the podcast, obviously. But we're also going to throw in who knows what, Tim. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it, it might be a potpourri of, of, of cigars and coffee, a, a little bit of after show uh, and a whole lot of jackassery is really what I'm envisioning right now. I'm hoping that the viewers, that's what they're tuning in for, is just a complete Well, yeah, but this is also, like, look, you can also get this over on whatever podcatcher that you're uh, usually listening to the podcast to. Like, this isn't just a video show. It's going to be an actual podcast that comes out. Uh, And so we're excited about it. There's a lot of good stuff going on here at Simply Stogies. Um, You know, there's going to be an insider on Insider Show with Nick Sirius, which, you know, look, I'm going to have to be like, wait. A little nice here to everybody, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> including Tim. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've been, as the kids say, hashtag blessed uh, to have Nick join the show, uh, join the podcast, um, you know, every, you know, first and 15th of every month. Uh, and he brings a lot of knowledge and understanding of the industry and his Cuban expertise uh, and his just cigar expertise in general to the show. Uh, and then you, you've you really stepped up and doing this program uh, and, and hosting it because I just would really like to wake up on a Friday, Saturday morning, whatever. We, whenever we record this, smoke a cigar, drink some coffee uh, and bullshit and bust your balls in front of everybody. And then really, that's that's what what I want in life, Tim. Just if I can you know, get this every day. Subconsciously, that's what I want to do. I want to wake up. I want to smoke a cigar. I want to drink some coffee and I just want to get my balls busted. I, well, I think you can pay for that. I I probably could, but then I'd rather save that money for good coffee and cigars. So I'll (laughs) let you do it. All right. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk a little bit about your, your lounge because you've mentioned it uh, quite a bit lately. Ad nauseum. Yeah. You talk about your lounge so much that even I get a little bit annoyed uh, about it. I'd like to actually get it out of your system if I could. No. Uh, Good luck, though. (laughs) It's awesome. So, I mean, this was a journey, the the lounge journey inside the house. 
Uh, it started, <clears throat> honestly, it started by convincing my wife that this was a good idea. That's where I like, look, if you are out there and you want to do your own home lounge, the very first step, if you are married or you have a significant other who does not smoke cigars is to get their permission, their buy-in to this whole shit show that's going to happen and just be, be ready. It's going to be a shit show. Uh, once you do that, the rest is pretty easy. Like you and I started this, uh, I think we, we, we talked about it in August. Yeah. We started around October. Um, and we and should have started way earlier. When we, we first started talking started about it, it. like yeah. July. Yeah. It, <laughs> like right when we got back from the trade show. Yeah. That's what should have happened. Uh, but it was a little bit, it was more talk at that point. And then uh, as the fall started to come to a close, you're like, dude, we need to shit or get off the pot. And yeah, getting off like, the pot is not an option. Yeah. It was. <sighs> It was so it, it was hard for me because I felt like I was between a rock and a hard place. So for those of you who don't know, who haven't listened uh, to, to the regular podcast uh, that this after show is based on, um, <laughs> there, there was a time where things started to get real, real quick. Like it was we started the project in October. We knew that February 1st because February 1st is our four year anniversary so we wanted to change things up. I don't really like call them seasons because it's a podcast. You can listen to it whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, season four was just about ready to start. And so I, I needed it done. I needed it done quick. So I hired. I told Tim, I'm like, look, appreciate all you've done, but we need to get this done a little quicker. So I thought hiring a professional would get this done in a timely manner. Uh, I was quoted three days because you had done all the framing. Yeah, yeah, the framing was. Yeah, I, there was a, there was a small like, amount. Small like there's like th- literally, and this is no exaggeration, three feet of framing left to do. Mm-hmm. It was probably two pieces of wood, and you were done. And they ended up firing the person that that came in and bid it for three days. Um, they couldn't do the drywall for whatever reason. They they had <laughs> fucked up the drywall. How they cut it. Whole nine yards. So the boss mm-hmm. comes in and the boss says, yeah, no, I'll take care of it. So the boss comes in, but he's like, what's your drop dead date? And I'm like, I need it by the second week of January. So he took till the end of the second week of January to get it done. It's done. It's fine. I'm very happy that it's done and I can smoke in here and the wife doesn't smell it. Like literally all day yesterday, I had two buddies over one in the morning and then one at the night uh, in the evening. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Rodney. Our, one of our uh, LE club members came over and he smoked with me. It was great. And the wife was like, I can kind of smell it when the heater kicks on. She's like, but as soon as the heater kicks off, I don't smell it anymore. I'm like, yeah, well, I was getting into the diffuser and right there for just a minute. I, I can't help that when two people are smoking, that's just what's going to happen. She's like, oh, it's not bad. I'm like, good. Cause I didn't care if it was I spent <laughs> way too much time and money on this thing to uh, call it quits now. So, uh, it, it's been fantastic. Um, am I 100% happy with it? Um, 100% not, but <laughs> I, am ha- but I am very happy that it's done. You can smoke in can your smoke. studio, in warm. your lounge, and you're warm. You're no longer hanging outside in the garage, much like I am. Uh, the difference is mine is at least insulated. 
uh, yeah. whereas yours wasn't. Uh, no. I still need no. to get up to your neck of the woods or you this way, one way or another, uh, because your old smoking hut, air quotes. Yeah, the, the, the old, uh, the old smoking uh, ice fishing ice tent. Ice fishing tent. That's yeah, yours. so I, I said... Man, that's uh, it's only been used for one season. It already smells like cigar smoke. I must own this ice fishing tent. It uh, smells like cigar smoke. Yep. It's already pre season. comes pre-season, Tim. Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, so, yeah, I still have to get that from you. But... <laughs> Uh, you Don't know, one of the it. things, the one of the things that I just absolutely loved about, uh, at least the portion that I was able to assist you with in, uh, putting together your home smoking lounge slash recording studio is yes, your right. exhaust fan. Oh, it's so good. So that, that exhaust fan, when we got that hooked up and we cranked that thing on, I was like, holy crap, this thing's going to actually work. So I finally went out and picked one up for myself and I installed that in my garage. So yeah, least, you were dubious on whether yeah. or not it was going to work. Well, and I was like, eh, I think it's going to do it. It should work. It, it should. Works like a champ. It does. And I have one too. And I love the hell out of it because now I can come out here and I can smoke. And at least I'm not getting just crowded with smoke. That smoke just gets sucked right up and out. Well, and it, you know, Rabbit Air was kind enough to um, send us a model. It's right, right above my head. Yeah, that's not doing me any good in my garage. So I actually have dual, and it's the A3, and I got to say, the A3 is phenomenal. Now, now, under no circumstance, like they are not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor, but they right. did send it to us, uh, and they asked me to review it. And you can go check out my review. Um, but full disclosure, that review, this room wasn't done, and I hadn't smoked in the house before. And it literally took like 10 minutes for my wife to be like, Turn, uh, go outside, stop smoking in the house. Um, but now like the rabbit air, uh, it's, it was, it was funny yesterday. It was the first time where we had two people smoking in the lounge mm-hmm. and I jacked that fan up all the way on the rabbit air and it immediately like cleared the room. I had the other one on 10. I had the exhaust fan on 10. I had this one jacked all the way up. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And that's actually one of the questions I was going to ask you. You already answered it is how well does it work when you have two? You haven't had three people smoking yet, right? I think three might be a little much, but that's fine, Tim. I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> the truth Although hurts our, a little bit. It does. It does. Yeah. It makes me cry a little bit. Although um, our, our lifetime uh, LE club member, Randy, was going to come over yesterday. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, but he decided not to. Mm. Which was uh, fine because I had to go pick the kid up at like one thirty, and he wasn't going to make it up until like 12. So I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, Come up another day. Yeah. Well, has, Randy hasn't been over to your place yet, has he? No, no. I've no. been to I've been to his house, uh, the cabin in the woods, if you will. Cabin on the river uh, a couple times. Uh, very nice place. He's got beaver pelts everywhere. I don't. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just shocked that you went to his house several times and you survived because every time you say house in the woods, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you're going to make it back. Yeah, no, there's literally a railroad track that goes right by. I'm like, am I on the wrong side of the tracks now? Or is this the right side of the tracks? I'm so confused, <laughs> but it's always a good time with Randy. He's awesome. It um, is. It's hard so, yeah. to try to be the funny guy when you're around Randy because he's just naturally funny. And I think sometimes he doesn't even try. He, no, he just like, here's like, here's the thing. 
Looks aren't everything, though. <laughs> that that is that is true. That is true. So you got your you got your lounge. You're smoking. You're, you're looking super comfortable. Uh, I'm actually, like I said, in my garage. My hands are starting to get cold, but we're going to tough our way through the show. You want to talk about Simply Stogie's podcast? Tug, eh? Yeah, no, yeah. Simply Stogie's podcast. Yeah. Like it's been around for four years now. Uh, celebrating our four-year anniversary this mm-hmm. month, um, and I'm I'm super excited about that. This is something that that is still a passion project, um, where we we don't take money uh, or, or from sponsors. We don't take free cigars. Um, we we buy all of our own stuff, and we want to make sure that it's unbiased. And then we if we have skin in the game, then that's what we do. And we're very um, lucky to have several. Um, LE club members that have supported us over the years. Um, you know, Randy, obviously the lifetime member, uh, Caleb, Adam, there's, there's too many to to name Sean. It's just been, I've been really again, blessed to, to, to be able to do this. Honestly, it doesn't pay for everything. Uh, our, our, uh, supporters. So if you'd like to support us, go to the website, LE club, you can join $10 a month. Um, you know, and you're going to get access to the uh, Insider on Insider uh, podcast with with Nick Sears. But it's it's been a it's been a, a journey, man, uh, yeah. starting it um, and just doing the the audio. And I, I started with I mean, if you go back and you listen to the very first few podcasts, it's welcome to Simply Stogies. Uh, I'm, I'm your host, James. And today I'm going to be talking and it's like this full fucking lounge voice the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it got uh, a little old. So now it's just plain old me. Yeah. It, it's, you know, yeah, you can't, I, I went ahead and sold my subwoofer. There's no point in sitting on that thing anymore. Listening to the podcast wow. um, because it's just, <laughs> it's, no, it's just, you know, that's one of the things that I like as, is kind of experiencing the journey is the different things things that have changed over the years. You know, um, it went from uh, being very, very, like you said, like um, very spokesperson-y um, just with the voice and everything. And there, it seemed very, very structured, I think, at that point. And then, I didn't really know where I was going with it. But you wouldn't have known the difference, especially no if idea. you were used to listening to other cigar related podcasts or anything like that you know you jump from that into simply stogies you're like holy shit this guy knows what he's talking about he's he's the expert he's been doing this for years and uh then you reached out to me everybody knows the story and then uh we found out that no this was the beginning of your cigar journey and four years later Look at all the things we've done, including uh, going like to me, the big thing, the big ticket item is the PCA trade show, which we're going to talk a little bit about the PCA trade show here in a little bit. But let's jump over to episode 96, 96 episodes. This one is with Island Jim Robinson and your new co-host. Nick Sears. Nick Sears. Yeah. Did you forget his name? No, I didn't. I was actually going to just be was like, it like dramatic pause. Yeah, it was a dramatic host. pause. Like I was like, 
Oh, I'm going to say his name because I'm so excited to have Nick on the uh, show. And I listened to, I haven't seen it yet. I just got to listen to the raw audio. And I really like the dynamic between you two. Who, myself and Nick? Yeah. Well, it's uh, like, look. I, I am who I am and Nick is who he is. Right. So mm-hmm. there's no, there's no putting on errors, uh, uh, if you will, um, with either one of us. And so it's easy to talk to Nick. It's always been easy to talk to Nick, even before, you know, when I just had him on the show to interview him, um, it was, it was easy to talk to him. And that kind of translated into last year, Actually, it was it was probably December of 21, November 21, where I asked Nick, I reached out to him I'm like, hey, would you be willing to come on the show once a month all next year and talk about Cuba? And he said, yeah, absolutely. That like he loves to talk about Cuba. He has a passion for Cuba, passion for the people. And and so to have him on and be able to have him have that passion kind of shine through all year long. It was great. And I know he knows cigars in general. And, and I, you know, by October, November uh, of this last year, you know, when we started this shit show of a journey here in the fucking lounge, <laughs> uh, I was like, you know, hey, Nick, would you want to come on the show full time and be a co-host? Now, Nick's he has a background in this. Not only is he a cigar blender, um, a master blender. Um, you know, which Jonathan Drew came up with that name. I don't, that's not what really what happened. Uh, Jonathan, uh, just go back to being an attorney. Um, uh, <laughs> but Nick's a master blender and, and he brings a wealth of knowledge to the show, but he also used to host smooth draws, which mm-hmm. was a radio show. Uh, and then they turned it into a podcast and it, it's, it's, it's kind of great to be able to bring, um, Coop, William Cooper on from uh, Cigar Coop. Yeah, which and, I'm really looking forward to that episode. Uh, yeah, Mike, uh, Mike Turner, I believe. And there's going to be some of the, the producer, whoever the producer was at the time. And I don't remember uh, his name, but he's going to be on. So it's the Smooth Draws reunion is going to be our second show, uh, February 15th. And I'm looking forward to that a lot because like, I'll say this now and then... Um, I might eat my words later because Coop might just like be like the biggest like dick in the world. But like Coop is one of the guys and one of the only guys in this cigar media industry, if you will, that I actually I respect and I look up to. And I'm like, when I want to be like him when I grow up, I don't always agree with everything Coop says about the industry uh, or, or his palate. But just how he does things, I think Coop does things right. I would agree with that. Uh, I, two years ago when we went to the PCA trade show uh, and we actually went to the uh, press conference, the media conference thing that the PCA threw on, I was really impressed with how Coop was asking questions and actually asking questions that his listeners and probably so many more would actually want to know about. He just had a really good way of interacting. And I think out of that whole room with the, all the media that was there, I think he outshined everybody in that room. Well, just, I think Coop's Coop's the guy. Yeah. Coop's, Coop's the man in this industry. I know people look at Half Wheel. I mean, 
I've said this before. So, I mean, the half wheel to me is kind of a joke. I, I, I get that they're the big, big dog. Like they're the big fish and it's easy to take pot shots at the big fish. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not tasting copy paper mayonnaise and fucking Thousand Island dressing when I'm reviewing cigars. I don't think anybody ever tastes that, including the guy who runs Half Wheel. Um, Coop, he doesn't do any of that. Coop is respected in the industry. He'll give, he'll do his reviews, and his reviews are always well-written. I think they're always right on point. You know, we all like to embellish a little bit, and there's nothing wrong with embellishing, you know, but... Coop just does it right and rumor free like he doesn't he doesn't say anything about the industry until he knows for sure that that's what's going on and so he's got a lot of respect from a lot of people around the industry and for good reason so I'm super excited to have uh, have him on on the 15th now last year when we went to the PCA trade show I know that we tried to make uh, a few new connections in cigar media it was we're I know I didn't get the opportunity, but I don't know if you had the opportunity to meet Coop or is this going to be the first time? This is good. I tried to hook up with Coop uh, at the uh, at the trade show. I was like, I, I even reached out to Nick Sears. I'm like, hey, man, can you tell Coop that I'm looking for him? Because I want to talk to him about cigar media and our role in it and how that what that looks like in the trade show and and all, all of that kind of stuff. He's like, yeah, absolutely. And he called me back the, that day and he's like, yeah, Coop's all in like you just gonna have to find him. And. I could never find him. Like I reached out to uh, uh, Matthew Tobacco uh, and his wife, uh, Nicole, uh, the Smoking Tobacco Show, which they do a show with Coop called Spare Notes. Um, uh, reach, I'm, like, he, I'm like, have you seen him? He's like, nah, he's running around here somewhere, man. Um, so, you know, cigar media is kind of a weird thing. Like, here's the thing. Like, I, it's not... It's not that we're not all friendly with each other, because I think there is. And, I, you know, even me taking pot shots at the big guy, like, I, I don't begrudge Charlie Minato and, and uh, Patrick. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't begrudge them their success. I think it's great. Um, I do it more for entertainment value than, than anything else. Uh, but the, we don't all talk and we don't all at least me. I, I maybe I'm the loner. Tim. Maybe I'm the guy who's like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody else. Let me just got so much to do. Ah, oh, such a hard job. Smoke cigars, drink coffee, interview people. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> well, it, it is hard to be on all the time. And, and you've said is. that. Oh my God. Like people don't understand like this. You see you, the folks at home, see this um, or hear this. If you're not watching this, it's, it's not a persona. This is me. But I don't always talk this much. Sometimes I do, but I don't always do it. And I'm, I would rather be low key. Like I'm not an introvert. I'm definitely an extrovert. But when, when you're on and you're on all day at the trade show, there's no turning it off and there's no downtime until the trade show's over. But then when the trade show's over for the day, you're going out and you're going to bars and you're going to, to network with people and you're going to parties there's no off button until you get back to the hotel. And then it's just, I'm going to go to sleep. Right. Which is actually something that I was going to bring up because you, uh, the three of you, uh, Island Jim, yourself and Nick on the last episode kind of talked a little bit about the trade show and, and how much work goes into that trade show. And you know, what everybody really likes about it 
is the socializing aspect. Everything else that's done, uh, you know, having to ship in your tables, having to set up a booth and, you know, you even mentioned the time hacks and it's just kind of, it's kind of like running a business during those hours. Well, and that's the thing. Like if you listen to that interview with Island Jim, Island Jim that's not a persona either. Like Island Jim is Island Jim, mm-hmm. right? And he just always wants to be relaxed and chill, and he doesn't want to, uh, you know, make those hard decisions. Like he's a, he's a he's great at recognizing opportunity, and then capitalizing on that opportunity. But it's not like like he doesn't do a lot of interviews. He mm-hmm. doesn't do a lot of podcasts. I think I, I I tried to look to see if there were other podcasts that. Uh, Jim Robinson's been on and I couldn't find any. So I was lucky to have Nick who's friends with Island Jim be like, Hey, I'm going to twist your arm a little bit. Come do this podcast with me. Uh, and, and it was great. And it was great to be able to, to talk and have that conversation with him. <clears throat> Look, he's not Island Jim is Island Jim. He wants to sit in the sun and, and smoke cigars and drink a beer and just be Island Jim. He, he loves to travel grinding. I look, I get it. I don't want to grind either. Grinding sucks. It does. It does indeed suck. Uh, and, and you know, we, we've done the PCA trade show two years. I know we're planning on going again this year. And, uh, I think we've had conversations. So hopefully uh, we're going to do some new things. We're going to have some fun at the trade show, but I agree with Island Jim. I want to be Island Jim. I want to be the guy who just kicks back has a beer and smokes cigars and shoots the shit with people. Oh yeah. When I grow up, I want to be like Island Jim mm-hmm. or, or, or Nick. Cause if you watch the video, yeah. if you watch the interview, Nick's outside in Florida, like they're probably maybe a hundred miles away from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were, they like were both just outside relaxing, chilling. You know, if I went outside right now, I would be covered in snow because it's snowing. It's a fucking winter wonderland out there, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm I'm very happy that I have this. But I would like, I want to be in Florida where it's nice and warm and sunny all the time and go outside, smoke a cigar, drink a beer. Uh, so yeah, like when I grow up, I want to be like Island Jim or Nick Sears. Yeah, it's uh, 15 degrees out right here, and uh, luckily we had some technical difficulties starting this episode because one of my You're neighbors welcome. cranked up the snowblower, and I'm like, oh no. Oh no, this is going to be bad. Uh, but luckily <laughs> that's done. I don't know if you left it in the episode, the final product per se. Uh, but right off the bat, we, you, uh, introduce Island Jim and you hear birds chirping in the background. And yeah. that just painted the picture for me for the rest of the episode. Yeah. So if you watch the episode, you'll probably hear the birds chirping. If you're listening to the episode, um, I'm hoping I was able to clean that out. Uh, and, and, but it, it just depends on, on, on which one you're watching. Like, look, audiences are more forgiving when they can see what's going on. Oh, mm-hmm. Island Jim is outside. Oh, Nick Sirius is outside. Uh, but if you're listening, uh, you don't want that. You don't want to hear birds chirping and stuff like that. But it was, I, I, it was fine because that's Island Jim. Again, he's at home. He was at home. His wife was sitting outside with him. Uh, and, uh, like we were very blessed to have him on. I thought it was a great interview. I thought it was a lot of fun and we got to know, uh, Island Jim a little bit more. It was. And, uh, one, he's actually got a lounge 
uh, I think Pennsylvania. Leaf and Bean, yeah. Leaf and Bean. Uh, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, right? And I hope we get to go up there because uh, on the episode, he says that he caters mainly to boutique or boutique. I heard both. Um, but, you know, that's actually really interesting because I that, that excites me to go into a lounge and see cigars that you're not going to see everywhere. You know, I, I asked him about that. And his answer was exactly what I thought it was going to be that, you know, boutique guys tend to care a little bit more and you get that personal relationship with them. Whereas with the big guys and I'm not again, I'm not taking pot shots at anybody in the industry, but they have their own reps and those reps. It's a very impersonal relationship that B&M owners have with the big companies. It's Mm -hmm. I have a relationship with the rep. I don't have a relationship with the company. So when the rep leaves, I mean, it's a job like anything else, right? Sure. So when the rep leaves and they go to a a, a new company, it, it, is the B&M owner loyal to the rep or is he loyal to the company? I, he's nine times out of 10, it's probably the rep. So having these personal relationships in the business is is good for business and uh you know island gym is in that unique position to be a brand owner mm-hmm. and also a b&m owner so he gets he understands both sides of that so yeah like i'm a big boutique guy everybody knows that and and so it was nice to be able to kind of pick his brain a little bit about uh you know boutique versus the big guys and what he was looking for in relationships with these uh with these uh brand owners Yeah. And, you know, that's absolutely true, because if you get your opportunity to sit down and have a three minute or a five minute conversation with uh, one of the big faces, you know, uh, for instance, you know, say Rocky Patel, a year from now, when you see him again at the PCA trade show, he's not going to remember who you are. But the boutique owners, they're more prone to remember having a conversation with you and maybe even remembering your name. You know, it's funny that you bring this up because in the industry, like if I went up to Pete Johnson, I was like, Hey, you know, Pete, you know, I, you were on the show like three years ago. Like, I appreciate you. You want to come back on the show. I don't know that Pete would remember. I hope he would remember me. Right. But I don't know that he would because these guys meet, thousands of people every year. Mm-hmm. And so, and they do hundreds of interviews every year. So when I see Nick Melillo and Nick Melillo goes, I know you, I've been <laughs> on your, sh- I've been on your show, James, what's going on? Like that, that, that means a lot. It does. Uh, uh, and, and so in business, it's the same way. You don't want to be as I fumble fuck with my headphone cord. That's all um, right. This is professionally unprofessional, professionally unprofessional folks. Um, it, it's nice to have those kind of relationships in the business. And I hope that Island Jim remembers me and remembers the conversation and looks at it as I had a good experience on simply stogies. Cause I don't ever want a guest to feel uncomfortable unless of course, uh, you know, I, I, I have a uh, half wheel on and then I want them to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I joke. I kid. I don't right, want anybody right. to ever feel uncomfortable. If you're a guest on this show, I want you to walk away from the experience going, man, that was a really good interview. Like, that was that was great. I want to go come back on the show. 
Yeah, it, it, every interview that I've listened to on Simply Stogies has been a great interview. It, it actually brings you into your guest's life, which is, as a cigar smoker and somebody who, like, when I go to the PCA trade show and I meet somebody or I talk to somebody, I have a little bit of knowledge about that person. Or if I go to the lounge and I'm smoking one of their cigars, I have a little bit more knowledge about that cigar that I'm smoking because of that interview. It's, yeah. it's not just, Hey, how's it going? What you smoking? Okay, cool. Well, you know, it's kind of hard when you interview these guys because they've heard every question under the sun at that point. So you right. try to come up with different things to make it interesting for them. You know, and I remember interviewing John Huber and, you know, trying to focus more on the music and the passion behind it and the, what, his muse was or is uh, for lack of a better word, the inspiration, where does he pull that inspiration from uh, and, and that kind of things. And, and each person's different, you know, uh, and, and having conversations with these people is a little bit different and you're always on, but you're always having to kind of adjust to how they react to certain questions. And it's funny. I used to always, and I told Nick this, he's like, well, what kind of show is this going to be? And how do you, how do you do your interviews? And I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you the story that I told him. When, when Pete Johnson was on Nick Melillo, I literally had copious, copious amounts of notes that I would go through and, and, and I had three pages, four pages of questions that I already lined up, like, this is what I want to ask. And then depending on how they answer, I'll either do this or a follow-up, you know, and this would be the follow-up. And I would have it all the way down. And the whole interview was very structured and it was very um, rigid. And it worked. And they were great interviews. I know I really enjoyed talking to Nick Melillo. I really enjoyed talking to Pete Johnson. Uh, but when I sat down with Jeremy Castagli, uh, at the Clayton in Chicago, things changed because I had, again, three pages of questions. But it ended up that Jeremy and I just had a conversation. And I thought that that went a lot better than than the rigid, like, here are all my questions. I'm going to ask these. And if I got to flip, I'll flip. It's just a conversation. And that's what I, I do from now on. I do, I do research. I find out all I can about these guys. So I'm not completely ignorant uh, right. of something right but uh, now it's more of a conversation and i like having those conversations i think it's more intimate i think it's more personal i think it's more uh entertaining uh because i'm not asking the same questions that everybody else asks like oh you know what were you thinking when you blended this like what were you know what were you trying to go for and there's a place for that and there's a time for that what? simply stogies isn't that show anymore <laughs> well, you know, you've said it, many people have said it, and if you're into cigars, I, I think you have to believe this, is that cigars equals the playing field. When you can sit down and you can smoke a cigar, doesn't matter what you do for a living or what you believe in or anything like that, you're just there in that moment enjoying a cigar and a coffee or a beer or what it is. And you can have those conversations. So when you have those interviews and they're those conversations, it shows that, yeah, this is actually what this industry, this is what this hobby is supposed to do. Yeah, no. And it was, it was fun to kind of have that tete-a-tete -tete with, with, uh, with Island Jim. 
because he's this like I think it just it, it it helps you know when you understand who you're talking to you can kind of formulate those questions you obviously you have starter questions like how did you get in the industry yeah where did you start like let's start at your journey because that's what this show is it's, it's all about highlighting the journey because that's what life is life is a journey we all know the destination we all know where we're going in life and straight to hell every, Right. Well, probably for, for me anyway. Uh, but but we all know the destination and it's the journey. And it doesn't matter if you're a king or a street sweeper. We all end up at the same destination. So life is about the journey. And that's what this show is. It's your cigar journey. Where did you start? How did you start? Why did you get into the industry? Uh, you know, and, and for some folks, they just kind of fell into it. You know, I had this opportunity. I took the opportunity. I had the leaf and bean. And it just kind of worked out, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't really looking for it. Just kind of happened, you know, and then, you know, uh, Oscar Valderas and, 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 and meeting up with him. I, you know, so I, yeah, it's, I just like finding out people's journey and where they started, where they're at and where they're going. And there's so much to kind of unpack in all of these conversations. Um, and Island Jim is no different, like trying to unpack where he is, but man, Island Jim's just living that island life, man. Right. Living his best life every day, smoking cigars, drinking beer, traveling. Like, who wouldn't want to just get in an RV, smoke cigars the whole way, stop, camp, like, you know, drive off the road a couple miles, set up camp. Like, that's that's the life right there, man. That's the life. If I had the ability or the opportunity to assume that role, I would more than more than happy to do it. For sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. Now, he did talk, Island Jim, did talk a little bit about starting that business. Um, and he mentioned that he had a business degree and uh, he didn't uh, utilize any of the knowledge. That, no, <laughs> that, nobody ever does. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I really found that interesting because we've kind of had some conversations about, you know, if we won the lottery or if we if we had a couple extra bucks in our pocket, how would how would we go about uh, opening up a lounge and so forth? And when you get to hear these stories, you're like. Yeah, that's not cheap. No. You know, and everything in this industry, Tim, Mm -hmm. everything in this industry is not cheap. The industry by design is a luxury industry. It is it is uh, for those who have uh, even just a modicum of uh, disposable income. That's what this this whole hobby, this whole lifestyle is is designed and built around. And so, you know, I think when you understand that, you understand that you're going to be spending some money. You're going to you're going to be spending some money and if you want to provide folks with an experience, which the Leaf and Bean certainly does from everything that I have been told about it and everything that I've seen it is an eclectic uh establishment. They roast their own coffee there on site. You know, I'm becoming uh, a coffee guy, a coffee head as I think I said in the interview with uh uh with Island Jim. Yep. Uh so I I really want to get out there and and, and try and ex- have that experience at the leaf and bean, whether Island Jim's there or not, I want to go. I want to, I, you know, we do uh, on the website, simply stogies.com. We do uh, lounge reviews and I want to do a lounge review on, uh, on the leaf and bean. I think that'd be a really cool shop to go visit. Uh, I, I have been uh, to uh, Pennsylvania uh, for the, 
Cigars International um, Cigar Fest that they do. But that was years ago. That was like the 2000, oh, maybe 13, 14, somewhere in there. I haven't been back yeah. since. Um, and that's that's a hell of a journey uh, by by car. And those were back in the days where I just got in my car and I drove until I got to my destination. I didn't care if it was 26 hours to get there. I can't do that anymore. It's going to be a multi-day trip. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because Island Jim, obviously he, he, he drives everywhere. He's got the Jeep. Yeah. Everybody knows about the Jeep. Um, and you know, it's, he said in the interview, it's not that he's afraid of flying. Uh, it's that he enjoys the journey. And that, that really kind of stuck with me because as you know, Tim, I do not fly. You I do, do not like to fly. Is, this I, is true. I, I am, I wouldn't say I'm afraid of flying so much as I am uh, afraid of uh, the controlled crash that happens every time you land. Sure. Um, you know, so as I fumble fuck with this fucking second band on these goddamn Cubans. Um, <laughs> so it, 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 again, it goes back, it goes back to the journey and he would rather enjoy the journey, take his time, see the sights, camp, enjoy himself. And just take it slow instead of, you know what? I am going to get on an airplane and I'll be there in three hours. And I, I, I would not, I, I'll drive 12 hours, 18 hours, 16 hours, 24 hours. I don't care. I enjoy the journey. Uh, and so, well, yeah, I don't like airplanes. Like certainly when I go to the Dominican or if I go to Nicaragua or anywhere else, I'm going to have to get on an airplane. And I will certainly do that because you can't really take boats everywhere. Uh, but I mean, if you could, Tim, I might actually just want to take a boat. Right. Um, but for the most part, I, I would rather drive and just enjoy the journey. I would agree with that. I really would. I would prefer to drive everywhere. Uh, but you know, when you have a, a full-time job and, and you've got things going on, sometimes you just have to get there fast or get back fast. And life of leisure, Tim. Life of leisure. I can't wait. I can't wait until I can just enjoy a life of leisure. I'll tell you, it's not everything it's cracked up to be, but it does allow you to slow down and kind of get uh, a little bit of that of that island life that Island Jim has. And I love road trips. I think road trips are just the greatest. Um, I don't know if I would camp. I'm more of a glamping kind of guy. Yeah, I would, yeah. You know. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I don't get me wrong. I'll camp if I have to. Yeah, I, I want to. I like not to be crass or crude, uh, but I would rather shit in a toilet than shit in the woods. <laughs> Who? Okay. Who wouldn't? Right. So you know, I, I like the the modern amenities, but I also just love taking my time and stopping in small towns and. And, and kind of getting that local flavor, um, then, then, you know, flying and possibly dying in a crash. Yeah. So I don't mind the flying. I hate the airport. I hate the TSA. I hate the delays. I hate the, like when I fly, I don't take luggage. It's what I can fit on my back because I, I don't want to take the chance for my luggage to get lost. You, you know, that's a good point because in this industry, this media cigar industry that we're in. I don't want to, I don't want the TSA to go through all of my equipment and I don't want the airline 
Could you could you imagine the, the amount of uh, the amount of electronic equipment that we bring to the to, to the trade show? Could you imagine throwing that through TSA? No, no, I can't. I don't want to imagine it. And you, you, you like you've flown the last couple of years. Hopefully, mm. this year you'll take the road trip with me. But you've flown the last couple of years, and you're always like, "Hey, can I just uh, can you take all my equipment?" So yeah. I take your giant ass fucking huge case full of shit well you'll be happy to know that uh it's like I a have, fucking trunk i yeah la- that's true last year i i took a huge foot locker uh that i use for annual training uh and i basically put all my electronics in it i put all my clothes everything i needed to bring to the pca trade show i threw in that you swung by picked it up it took up 90 percent of the back end of your car which is a funny story in and of itself because Eric uh, Lemire from Habano uh, uh, Cigar Lounge in Davenport rode with me to Vegas. And then when we got to Vegas, we picked Randy up at the airport and we went over to Enfuego in Henderson, uh, Nevada. <laughs> and then you you uh, flew in like an hour later and landed and then you took a, a an Uber or a cab over to Enfuego. Yep. And then it was time to go to the hotels and check in. <laughs> and so because your trunk took up 90% of the space in there, like we were crammed in the, the little SUV that I that I own, um, like, like fucking sardines. What, and I was just so frustrated at that point. What blows I, I think me I literally, away is that you guys, everybody else gave up the front passenger seat for me. And I'm the smallest guy. So I was fully expecting to try to fold myself in an unnatural position. In yeah, the like bag. Randy contorted himself into some kind of pretzel to fit back there. And literally, I, I think we... we Got to got to the uh, the hotel that Eric was staying at, and I literally just kicked him out. I'm like, get the fuck out! Like, it's, it's time to fucking go. We got it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We're cramped in here. Get the fuck out! Yeah, <laughs> good times. It was. See, yeah. these are the things that we should be getting. Uh, Maybe we should video. ask Island Jim, right? Maybe we should ask Island Jim. Like, hey, can we just can we ride with you in the in your in your RV? Can we get in the RV and just. Uh, Head to the trade show with it. You might want to start that conversation with, have you ever been to Iowa? <laughs> Why would anybody come here, Tim? It's mm. fucking cold and terrible. Absolutely. And in the summer, it's, it's hot and humid and stupid. Ugh, well, I hate this place. It's the middle of the country. Well, we've had the conversation before that this is, it's flyover country. You know, everybody flies over it. Uh, although, yeah, flies over it, they, but uh, they all eat our fucking pork. You all like bacon, you bacon-eating motherfuckers. <laughs> right. Shut the fuck up. I was kind of awesome because we give you bacon and pork. And we don't give you corn. I think, like, the sweet corn comes from Nebraska. But well, the, fuck them. They can have it. The nice thing about it, though, is over the past couple of years, uh, I think I've seen more and more lounges opening up, uh, especially in Iowa. Well, and I think that goes to, and I, I don't think we talked to Island Jim about this at all, but this would have been fun to talk to him about. That goes to the, the, the second boom that we've been in for the last few years because of uh, COVID-19 and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're going to start seeing a slowdown. Like, it, I, not to be pessimistic or or doomsdayish, 
but I don't, I think a lot of things in the industry in the next five years are going to change because there was this, this huge uptick in uh, cigar consumption. People staying home, smoking while they're working from home. Uh, and, and now everyone's kind of back to work and some of them are still at home, but for the, you know, uh, the most part, a lot of them are being forced to go back to, uh, uh, to the office, which, you know, love it or hate it, it, it is what it is. And so cigar consumption and cigar buying then in turn is, is kind of on the downswing. And so I think the boom is over. And so how is that going to affect boutique cigars? How is that going to affect, uh, you know, B&Ms, especially newer B&Ms um, or B&Ms that were just kind of opened up as, be, you know, I saw an opportunity. The cigar industry is booming. Now's the time to open a B&M. I'm not sure that that's the case anymore. And I think you're going to see a, a lot of uh, smaller, newer uh, B&Ms close. And I think you're going to see um, boutique cigars in particular struggle. Now, I say that. But I, I, I believe Nick vehemently disagrees with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people disagree with me. Maybe it's just I'm a negative guy, Tim. I don't know. It could be. And also, I'm just a podcast host. What the fuck do I know about anything? Well, there's a little bit of truth to that. But, you know, you've got Nick. He's uh, definitely in the industry. He brings a lot of insight. Uh, the, the Cuba episodes of Simply Stogies have, have been amazingly awesome uh, for a guy who I always thought that you, you there was no way that a guy like me could ever go to Cuba because of the embargo and everything like that but apparently there are ways I thought because you're in the military you couldn't go well okay maybe <laughs> for me right now there's some truth I, maybe, you can, yeah, go, maybe you can go to Cuba if you're put on military orders and stationed in Cuba. Well, yeah, but you can't leave the fucking base. You could be yeah. on Cuban soil, kind of, but kind it's of, not yeah. really Cuban soil. And who wants to be fucking stuck there? Yeah, true. That's that, That'd be like literally like going, you're in the desert, you're dying of fucking thirst, and there's a, a water store in the middle of the desert but they won't let you in because you're not dressed appropriately because you've been in the desert for like four or five days and your pants are torn. You got your fucking, you know, your shirt over your head to cover your, your, you know, try to protect yourself from the sun. And they're like, no shirt, no shoes, no service. I've, I've literally experienced this, this exact same situation. If, well, that's if, weird. If you I have, just- if you haven't heard the story, so uh, it was my uh, by 2013, no, it was 2008, 2009, uh, we were stationed in Kuwait. And we have showers, we have real toilets, we have everything. We actually have a, a, a defect place where you can go eat. And so I get off of my shift, I go and I take a uh, shower, I grab my clean clothes out of the dryers, I go back to my room. I change into my PTs. I walk across post to the, uh, to the defect. And I have just this little itty bitty sweat stain right here on my chest. And they would not let me in because my clothes were soiled. I'm like, I don't know if you know where we're at, but it's quite, it's summer. It's hot. Yeah. Well, just stupid. 
Stupid shit. Well, with that, James, uh, is you there get anything squared away, Tim? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, is there anything else that you want to uh, share with uh, all two people who are going to watch and or listen to this uh, in regards to the interview with Island Jim? Yeah, no, I think the interview with Island Jim was awesome. And like I said earlier, he doesn't do a lot of uh, podcasts. He doesn't do a lot of interviews. So I think it's it's definitely something you should, you should check out. You get to know a little bit about uh, you know, how he started, where he started, why he started, where he's going, um, some of the new things that's going on. And I think by the time this comes out, which is February 5th, if I, uh, my math fifth is uh, correct. Fifth or sixth, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, so if it's, uh, you know, he they've, they've restructured um, Island Jim and OV yeah. Cigars, Oscar Valdera Cigars, um, and, and Oscar's taking more of a, a lead role. Uh, and that which allows Island Jim to do what Island Jim does, Tim, which yeah. is smoke cigars, drink beer and travel. Uh, and I think that's really what Island Jim uh, wants. But he's got I know he's got some stuff coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Island Jim does. Um, and so look forward to that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, this show, this this after show is really just kind of a, a catch up and kind of uh, an opportunity for you guys to to get a little bit more behind the scenes. Uh, and so if you have questions send them to questions at simply stogies.com uh, or leave a, a question on the YouTubes or uh, rumbles. Uh, and you know, we'll answer them on the next show. Maybe we'll have, if we get enough uh, participation, if you will, we will have a segment where we answer your questions here on air uh, instead of just replying to you impersonally via email or YouTube comment. Then again, maybe not. We'll <laughs> and then see. again, maybe not. Oh, man. Well, I, I mean, are you going to sign this off? Because you're doing a hell of a job there. Well, no, I can, I can sign off. I, I really do appreciate everybody uh, listening. Go to simplystogies.com. You'll be able to check out all, all the uh, latest and greatest uh, from us as the smoke from this Libertador just absolutely engulfs uh, the camera lens up there. Um, you'll be able to check out the new lounge reviews, uh, the cigar reviews. Uh, we've got a lot of good stuff going on over there. Um, but so, yeah, go check it out. SimplyStogies.com. That's where you can also pick up uh, the coffee. There's a link right at the top that Tim put on there. Uh, uh, yeah. And then 1st and 15th every month, we're very happy to have Nick Sears join the show this year uh, as a co-host. So he'll be joining us at the PCA uh, in July, and we're looking forward to all of that. We're looking forward to interacting with all of you, the listener and uh, the viewer, uh, if you will. So again, questions at simplystogies.com. Uh, uh, Tim? James? Kind of a good first show, I guess. I don't know. You know, hey, uh, I think it turned out really well. I'm gonna, uh, I think it turned out really well, and I'm going to gonna do some more research, and, and uh, we'll see what happens on the next episode. Yeah, that's going right to be after. fun. So, yeah, the, uh, right after the uh, the uh, Smooth Draw show with uh, Coop and uh, the rest of the Smooth Draws uh, cast, Mike uh, Turner, I, Mike DeBurner Turner. Oh. I think he was in the NFL, played yeah. for Atlanta and, and a couple of other teams. Uh, and then I don't remember the, the gentleman's name, but the producer for Smooth Draw. So I'm really looking forward to that because this is the first time I'm going to be able to actually speak with Coop. Uh, and I think that's going to be a great show because, it, you know, it's Nick, it's Coop, 
it, it's Mike. It's the it's the Smooth Draws crew, uh, and so uh, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So look forward to that on the fifteenth of February, and then the after show, uh, the Sunday after the fifteenth, which I don't know what the date is because I don't have a calendar. Yeah, we'll figure it out when we get there. There you go. Yeah. Hey, James, thanks for getting on with me. I know that uh, you really didn't want to do this. Um, it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, damn it. I called Tim up years ago and I can't get rid of him. Um, but this will be fun. I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed listening to the show and uh, getting to catch up with you and uh, talk a little bit of behind the scenes yeah. stuff. So, yeah, if you don't if you don't like this stuff, it's all Tim's fault. It is my it is indeed my fault. You can just let me know or not. You've already done the episode. All right, James. Well, let's go ahead and get the hell on out of here. And we'll see everybody uh, just a couple days after the next show, which is episode number 60, Smooth Draws episode, as James said. There you go. Stay smoky, friends. There it is. 